Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another spooky episode of What's New Barkeep? I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And we want to say, first of all, Happy Halloween to everybody. Even though it's a day early, we still want to say Happy Halloween. Since this is our episode for Halloween. Mm-hmm. We got some spooktacular things for you today. Yep, we do have a couple of topics lined up for all of you spook people out there who really love your thrills. This lineup is rather ghastly, too. Yeah, for us, this is going to be our terrifying episode. We were debating about what to call this. We were thinking of doing this is going to hurt three, but we figured that was too early. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll just call we'll just call it the uh, the spooktacular, maybe. Uh, we'll think of something. We'll let this alcohol be our inspiration. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, because this lineup is uh is frightening. Very very frightening me. Not copyright. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to hit me for one bar. Maybe. (laughs) All right. But let's go ahead and get into today's episode so you can watch us suffer. Well, listen at least. Yes. Listen to us suffer. And the first one for today is a mint julep. I've had this before. I know this shit can be strong. I have not. And all I know is it has mint in it. (laughs) This is going to be very strong. Yep. And so... If you want to make a mint julep for yourself, you just need some mint leaves, some bourbon, and some lemon juice. Be aware that you will need to muddle. You will need to muddle the mint leaves with some simple syrup. For transparency, we did not have again. We did not have simple (laughs) syrup again. We forgot it again. Yep. So sugar and water, same concept. Yep. Turn it to the consistency of honey. Yep. Alrighty. So let's... Oh boy, let's get this one underway. Mm -hmm. All right. Three, two, two one. one. Not bad. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's whiskey. You're I got the mint. Good? I got the mint. Yeah, I'm good. It's just a little strong. <laughs> okay, woo. Yeah, taste the mint. Yeah, I, I feel like I have gum in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> some fresh, minty, fresh gum. Mm-hmm. That's what it tasted like to me. Considering this thing is also also has gin in it. Or no gin. No, no gin. Bourbon. Bourbon. It has bourbon in it. You really can't taste the bourbon all that much. Uh, I think it's because you got the muddled half. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I think that's supposed to be the point. Mm-hmm. So since the recipe called for 16 mint leaves, I'm like, mm, no, I'm not going to have that in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, it tastes really good. Yeah, it's not bad. Because I've had it before. It's just expect strength. Very, very strong strength. And with that... Let's get on to our topics for the day. And our first one. So if you are going outside with your kids or something like that, these are going to be the list of the top 10, quote unquote, this is not ours, candies out there. Oh, and plus the top worst. So that way, if you need to pilfer from your kids, don't lie, we all do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't have kids, but I've known parents who have done that without question. And no names. No shade. No, we. I don't think my parents ever did that themselves because mostly my candy was mine. I don't think my parents did either, but when you're a kid, though, you don't really necessarily count out all your candies. No, you definitely do not. But I know that whenever I got my uh, thing back after they checked it for razor blades and all that crap. Oh, God, that f- dumbass story. Yeah, after they would check it, when, it, when they gave it back, it was always the same weight. I'm going to preface it before we start. That razor blade and candy story, it never happens. No. The only time it's ever happened is literally when it was within a family. Which, if you haven't heard that story, basically this guy was trying to get an insurance claim out of his, uh, out of like a candy company. And he put a razor blade in one of the, no it wasn't razor blade, it was like arsenic or some shit like that in a, uh, what's it called, those sugar pixie sticks. Oh yeah, pixie stick. And the kid died. Well, obviously he got caught. And yeah, that's why the whole razor blades and apples or check for punctures, blah, 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 never happens unless it's literally like some kid trying to be like, <laughs> yes, but for 
the rest of us, this is the top 10 best and worst Halloween treats. Mm -hmm. And I will just say this right now. This is definitely not our list because I don't agree with some of these. Same. Like, for instance, top 10 on my end, Hershey's bars. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that being a baseline, but a 10? Yeah, no, I, I definitely see Hershey's more as the middleman. Mm-hmm. Hershey's is your basic chocolate. It's a milk chocolate. That's all it is. Like the best thing you use it for is s'mores. S'mores are if you just if you really love chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like what's what about you? What's on the top ten on yours? Yeah, so I am holding the top ten worst treats, and the first one that they put here at number ten is licorice. Black licorice, I'm assuming. No, just licorice. Really. Yep, just pure straight licorice, and it, including Twizzlers, and it also includes black licorice. Oh, they bunched them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a problem with black licorice. It's not my favorite. I'll eat it. Red licorice, that I don't think should be in. Red licorice isn't actually licorice. No, it's not, but I don't think licorice should be ranked number 10 as the worst. I know a lot of people are very split down the middle when it comes to black licorice. Mm-hmm. I, for one, don't mind black licorice. Yeah, it's not the worst thing out there. Yeah, so, and it looks like, according to this, this mostly is for black licorice. Mm. Even though they paired in Twizzlers and... Well, Twizzlers I can kind of get from a practical standpoint, because those individual wrapped ones are a bitch to open. Oh, yeah, they are. Because there's, like, no room for you to actually get a scissors to cut it open. You literally just have to try to take your fingers and pry it, and even then... Even then, you're more likely to rip it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're... Yeah, it's just a mess. All it's right. better to just get one of those giant tubs of them and then just mm. put them in your own bags. All right. Number nine on my end, Reese's Pieces. Okay. I definitely see that. I love me some Reese's Pieces. I can see that being number nine. Yeah, because I know some people can't really eat Reese's for peanut, peanut butter, butter reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, that I'm not the biggest fan of peanut butter. I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to go out and be like, I don't love peanut butter. I like it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I get it. I love I love peanut butter chocolate, though. <laughs> I love peanut butter chocolate. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. It tastes delicious. All right. What do you got on your end? All right. Number nine on my end for the worst ones is one I've actually never heard of before. Good and plenty. I have. They're not good. They're How do I put this? They're not quite gummy, but picture like a chewy candy. And then throw in black licorice, but it's been pumped up to 10. So, like a taffy? Not quite that chewy. No. But I'm talking flavor-wise. Flavor-wise, okay. Mm-hmm. And, oh, so it's basically like a gummy bear that's black licorice flavored. About as chewy as one, yeah. It's, like I said, it's not a gummy, but it has a very chewy consistency. So you're stuck with nothing but that black licorice in your mouth. Mmm. <laughs> like I said, don't mind black licorice, so. But I just don't want it in my mouth constantly, though. If someone gives me black licorice, I'm definitely not going to say, oh, no, I don't like black licorice. I'll be just be like, oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And for mine, Nestle Crunch, which I'm not mixed feelings it, on. That depends on the person. I love Crunch. I enjoy Crunch. I'm more of a Heath fan, though. I've, I've, always, I've always preferred Crunch. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it should be closer to, if it's a, this is a top 30 that I'm actually going to list off of, I'm just doing a top 10. But I feel like this would be better off closer to maybe a 13. Like, it's good. I enjoy Crunch, but I don't feel like it's supremo. I don't think so either. I think they're just very good. Like, Mm -hmm. when it comes down to options, you know, if they don't have really anything good, but they have Crunch, Mm -hmm. I will gladly take Crunch. And then number eight on my end of the worst ones Mm -hmm. is another one that I've never heard of. Mary Jane's. I've never heard of that either. According to this, uh, they were apparently in liquidation after the CEO went bankrupt, mm-hmm. but they're on shelves again, and it looks like they're an old time. They're mm-hmm. an old time favorite because they reference nostalgia here. Maybe for the older crowd, this is a, a returning treat. Yeah, maybe. I guess I have never had it. I don't even know what it tastes like. Neither do I. Um, it doesn't even say what it is. Well, that's not very helpful. Yeah, no, it just talks about the hiatus and then saying it's not a favorite with Halloween crowds. Okay, I'm wondering if this is sponsored by friggin' Hershey. Number seven is Mr. Goodbar. Mmm. <laughs> uh, which is basically Hershey's. Mm-hmm. Again. Again, I could, I like Mr. Goodbar. I like Nestle Crunch. But again, it should be number 12, 13, 14. It shouldn't be all this way down. No, it should not be that close to the top. Mm-hmm. It's like I've... I, 
I would actually prefer a regular Reese's, or not a Reese's, Hershey's bar to a Mr. Good. I'd prefer a Mr. Good bar. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Hershey's for me is just, like I said, it's baseline. If you need something to munch on, it's there. Yeah. So, um, all right, moving on to the next one, number seven. This one is kind of shocking, but I totally understand it, and that's Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I kind of get it. Again, it's milk chocolate again, but it's a harder milk chocolate. It is a very sticky and hard milk chocolate. It is. And it's also one of those candies that always comes loose. Yeah, it's always loose. Mm. Every single time it is loose. And you can get them in like those huge Mm -hmm. sticks. And it will take you almost half an hour to get through it. I do like Tootsie Rolls. I do especially like the other flavored stuff, but I get why people would be, this wouldn't be good for them. Yeah, I can definitely understand someone really hating these, especially if you have fillings. Oh God, that would suck. Yeah, if you got fillings, Tootsie Rolls are like your worst enemy. All right, numero six. I'm not sure if this is Hershey, but we're finally getting to variety. 100 grand. 100 grand. I've never actually had a 100 grand. If I remember correctly, 100 grand. It's been a long time since I had a hundred grand, but it's kind of like a crunchy nougaty thing. Or is it peanuts? No, I'm thinking of paydays. Yeah, I've never had a um, I I've never had a hundred grand. If anything, I would think they're kind of like a Snickers bar. Not quite. They're more nutty, I guess. They have a little more nut nut flavor to them. A little bit. I because it's been a long time, so I might be very well wrong. Like I haven't had one in years. They're not my go-to, but I still enjoy them. I would actually see that one be a number top. It would be on ten out of this. That makes total sense. All right, moving on. The next one for me. This one isn't even really a candy, so I don't know why. Okay. This one is here, and these are Necco wafers. I mean, I can understand if you're, like, visiting houses of, like, really old people that, well, at least, I don't know about nowadays. I know back when we were, you know, younger, that would be a thing. Like, if you visited, like, a a retirement home or something like that, or you went to, uh, like a part of the town that has like a bunch of older people, they would just throw those in there because that's what they had on hand. <laughs> I can disprove that. I went trick or treating in a retirement home when I was really young. Really? And I never got it. Huh. Maybe that's just a regional thing. Maybe. I mean, I honestly like those wafers. They were nice. Yeah. I I don't mind wafers all that much. I could see it. Like, why you wouldn't? If you went trick or treating and you got wafers. I mean, it's still sugar. It's still sugar. But it's not what kids are wanting. I guess. Better than having, you know, those uh, healthy parents throwing in an apple, though. Oh, God. I'm sorry, but if you throw in an apple on Halloween, you deserve it. Mm. I understand what they're trying to do. Like, let's make these kids healthy. But the same token... It's Halloween. And it's not your job. It's not. So, yes, it's... While it is good to be healthy for kiddos and everything, mm-hmm. it's the one night of the year where they get to literally go out and trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin it by throwing in an apple. Because they're just going to throw it away. They're going to more likely not throw it out. All right. On my end, we have Butterfinger. This one does not surprise me for where it's at. Oh, I love Butterfinger. Not my biggest thing, because I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of peanut butter, but for those who love it, they love it. I do. I really, I, I, okay, I will preference it by saying this. I like Butterfinger, but it has the same problem as Tootsie Rolls. It's a bit too sticky for you? It can get very sticky, and it's really, really difficult to bite through, especially if someone's been chilling it. Fair. I don't mind getting Butterfingers, but I am the type who would trade it for something that I would find better, like, say, an Almond Joy. I like Almond Joys. All those who, you who don't like coconut can go fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I would. I, I think you and me would have been great because I would have gladly traded you any Almond Joys <laughs> I got for Butterfingers. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I enjoy coconut. I think it's an underrated food underrated I, it was never my favorite but mm-hmm. i don't i don't hate coconut if it's there sure for a lot of people it's a texture thing but it's you're not doing t- coconut flake most people don't even freaking recognize it yeah that is true and number five on my list mm-hmm. this one this one i could definitely see some people not liking it maybe parents because of how messy it can get okay if it explodes that's smarties oh i don't like smarties it's too chalky for me. Nah, there is a lot of chalk to Smarties, but I, I remember my parents hated Smarties. Because mm-hmm. we would always get a bunch of the Smarties. 
and was like, we tried to open them. We couldn't do it. And guess what happened? Pop! They yep. went everywhere. Rip and go everywhere. I'm not the biggest fan because it's not the most powerful flavor, and it's kind of like chalk. It's it's kind of like the heart candies from uh, for Valentine's Day, which who the hell buys those anymore? I don't know. I actually don't know. I guess we'll get to that during the Halloween. Or not Halloween. Because of Valentine's the Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day episode. Which, are we on that week? We'll have to look. We will. You will know soon enough. <laughs> All right. Number four on my end. Kit Kats. I like Kit Kats. I really enjoy I, them. I like Kit Kats. Definitely not my favorite, but I do enjoy a good Kit Kat every now and then. Well, I like the chocolate with the wafer, and it's just... Unlike a lot of other candies, it doesn't get super sticky or tacky compared to, say, like a Tootsie Roll or a Hershey's bar. Because you got that wafer to help catch it. It definitely helps to balance it out. And the packaging makes it really convenient because you know what you're getting with that packaging. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, that theme song, too. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. We don't have the copyright. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like... Kit Kat is also a very good one that you could share mm-hmm. amongst people, and you definitely don't feel like you're getting cheated. Yeah, it's a definite fair trade for a lot of things. Yeah, it definitely is. And with that, we're going to move on to number four on the worst ones, and I can see this one because mm-hmm. it's definitely not a not a classic one, so to say, and those are the wax Coke bottles. Oh, those things. Yeah. God, those things were a bitch. Yeah, for those of you who, who don't know, those are the uh, those are literally like the bottle cap mm-hmm. candies that you get, and if you put them in, they taste exactly like Coke, mm-hmm. and they fizzle. Coca Cola, I should yeah. say. Yeah, let's not get confused here. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not let's not get confused. They taste like Coca Cola, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were talking about those other ones, the ones that you basically bite the heads off of and you get the juice. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, exciting the first time you get it. Yeah, it's um, it's the wax ones. Is that the one I'm thinking about? Or no? Oh, okay. No, it's like th- these are the ones that you think you're gonna get that. Ah, and they're not. Oh, okay. The ones that, and honestly, Coke on candy form has never tasted good. No, it has not. I can definitely say with 100% certainty, these were never my favorite. Mm-hmm. They weren't that great. Actually, now that I think about it, we never got them very often. I don't know if it was a price point thing or it was like a uh, convenience thing, but I didn't really see them that often. No, no, I really didn't either. Um, if anything, I saw them every now and then, and usually if we got one, we just gave them to our parents. Yeah, because when you get older, your taste buds die. Yeah, your taste buds die, and they're just like, eh, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's candy. Number three on mine, this does not surprise me at all. Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a good old Snickers. Oh, God. Snickers is a staple. I enjoy Snickers. Again, they're not my favorite, but I enjoy Snickers. But they're also one of those things that if you were to trade with other kids, they would be up there. Oh, yeah. It's like you get yourself a Snickers bar. It's you pretty much you know exactly what you're going to get. And not anybody is going to. (laughs) He just took another drink. For those of you who are wondering why, I just paused. I'm good. (laughs) Are you okay? I'm fine. (laughs) He got his revenge. Oh, Oh. he got his revenge. Oh god, that was harsh. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm alive. I'm good. That was just, that was one big gulp. Oh. Where were we? <sighs> um, where, Oh, yeah, it was like... Snickers a, bars, mm-hmm. right? Yep, it was a good trade no matter where you were at. It was always considered high price when you were a kid for trading. Yes, exactly. Although I don't know how high of a trade it was, in, a, in my circle at least. But mm-hmm. if anyone got a Snickers bar, they were happy to get a Snickers bar. They were never like, oh, I got a Snickers bar. Yeah, I've never heard anybody ever complain about Snickers. No. So they definitely deserve to be at number three. All right. Mm -hmm. Number three on the worst list. And I've never heard of these either. Apparently you have, though, and these are circus peanuts. Oh, yeah. They were kind of like a, again, they were kind of chewable. Not quite a, uh, not quite a taffy, but more just like a very chewy, not very hasty flavor. 
like I didn't mind them. Picture, picture like a almost like a chewy Cheetos that had almost all the dust gone. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's kind of the flavor it had. Okay, yeah, I could definitely see it being being that then. I've like I said, I've never tried these before, but you know, if people are saying like, oh, this is not a good Halloween treat, you know, sure, I'm I'm. I'm a, I'm inclined to believe it until I try it myself and get my own opinion. Honestly, I try to hold no opinion no when it comes to foods in general because that's unfair to the food. True. It is unfair to the food. It's like if someone is willing to if someone hands me a bunch of circus candies, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, "I'll I'll give them a shot. I've never had them before." I mean, I would not say no to them. I'm not going to say they're my favorite, but they I will eat them. All right. Numero two in for mine. Twix. Twix. Mm-hmm. These, these, I'm going to say, I definitely don't see them being number two. Um, I can, like, for me, at least, mm-hmm. I don't mind Twix. I think Twix are pretty damn good. I enjoy Twix. They're not my favorite. I do say they belong in the top ten. Yes, but I don't think they deserve number two. No, they really don't. I mean, I like the caramel. I like the wafer. It's just... It's not deserving of that, in my opinion. No, if anything, I think Kit Kat does it a lot better. Yeah, it really does. The only difference is Kit Kat doesn't have caramel, so that's... No. So So it's basically... I think of Twix more as like a firm Snickers. I go to Twix if... It's a why not situation. Like, oh, I haven't had it in a while. Let's have it. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, not that I hate Twix. I don't hate Twix. Mm-hmm. So don't get that construed. <laughs> I don't hate Twix. I just don't think they deserve number two. No. And with that, we move on to number two on the worst list. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little shocked about this one, but at the same time, not really. These are the peanut butter kisses. These are the Hershey's kisses, but mm. peanut butter. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. And the biggest thing that they put here is because they're generic looking. So... I mean, like, who the hell cares? I mean, you're a kid. Who gives a shit? Yeah, no. I I really don't get why these are the number two worst candy. If I get handed a kisses, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I mean, again, it's one of those situations where they're loose almost all the time. Like, you don't ever see, like, a controlled bagging system for kisses. But as a kid, again, it was one of those streamlined situations like a Hershey's. Yeah, and in looking at this, it looks like it's a, uh, it's a, the orange or black wrapper. So, yeah, specifically the peanut butter one. Mm-hmm. I don't get I don't think it should be that low. No, I don't think it should be that low. I definitely disagree mm-hmm. with this ranking right here. And for my number one, I wholly disagree on Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I disagree with that, too. Yeah, it. I can understand being maybe top five, top ten, bare minimum. But number one, no. No. If it was a Reese's Peanut Butter Bar, that makes a little more sense. Not just the cups. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one because, again, you're a big peanut butter fan. Mm. I am not. Yeah. I think, personally, I'm an Almond Joy fan or a Mounds fan, which a lot of people will be like, eww. And to that, I'm just... (laughs) He's flipping the bird to anyone who can't see. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that no one else has taste buds. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I, I love... I love me some good Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to give them out in Halloween format, mm-hmm. you really should consider just getting the Reese's peanut butter bars, not the cups. Or maybe the bites or the Reese's pieces or easy. Yeah, the Reese's pieces. Even then, the Reese's pieces can be a little... This is why I, I prefer the bars, mm-hmm. because the bars taste exactly like the Reese's peanut butter cups. They're just wafered with peanut butter and chocolate and so they're much better for giving out at halloween true honestly neither of us neither of us have kids for us we're just like okay well it'd be convenient for other kids and i'm just for me personally i think if it's pre-packaged toss it in and i think for reese's peanut butter cups they're those little tiny dinky things especially now since things have got portions have gotten smaller and smaller yeah and it doesn't seem fair compared to say it for to a kid those uh Reese's Pieces are going to seem a lot more than that, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Absolutely. And with that, we move on to the number one worst one, which is going to shock no one. Mm. And I'm about to say something very controversial. I disagree with this 100%. Candy corn. Yeah, I disagree with that too, because 
Candy corn is not that bad. It is not that bad. And I don't know why people hate it so much. Other than the fact that it's just loose. It's loose. I can All the downsides I can think of, it's loose. It's kind of got a waxy texture to it. But outside of that... Outside of that, they taste pretty damn good. They're just sugar. That's all it is. It's just sugar. Yeah. And I don't understand why people hate it so much. I'm like, if I see candy corn, I think Halloween. Of course. Like, it makes you feel good nutrition. But I think it's at this point, because it's cool to hate it, people hate it. I guess. With that, we're going to end and the the special treats and we'll have a word from our sponsor i'm refilling my cup <laughs> oh boy that fucking uh mint julep this episode is sponsored by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast. Ka-ching! With no minimum on how many listeners you have. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Also, it's free. <laughs> you can't get much better than free. Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Thank you very much to our sponsor. With that, we're going to move on from the treats a little bit. We're going to move on to our next drink. And as you can tell from Luke, he's not looking forward to this. It's a gimlet. It is a gimlet. And to be honest, I'm kind of not looking forward to it either. It is four parts gin to one part lime. This thing is going to taste like a pine forest with a hint of lime. Oh boy, <laughs> I am not thrilled. No, this thing is going to be really bitter tasting. This is going to suck. But we're going to do it. <laughs> Get over it. This is our terrifying episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. That's not bad. That is some pretty good. That... That lime juice really cuts through all that gin. Yeah. So very good, very good if you wanna if you want it like a something that isn't super rough tasting. Oh, never mind. Oh. Nope. <laughs> oh, that that alcohol mixed with that lime. Yep, yeah, no. Oh, did it just hit you? That second drink did it. Oh. Well, let me see. Let me take my second drink then. Nope, still tasted good. All right, good for you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Not a fan. Not a fan. All right, with that, let's move on to our next topic. And this one, we could probably talk for a, a little bit about. Mm -hmm. Because it's spooky season, we can talk about some horror genre oh, yeah. media. I actually am not a big horror fan. Not to say that I don't like horror movies, but because a lot of movies nowadays rely on gore and jump scares. Yes. And I, if a jump scare is earned, I approve. But, like, for instance, It Part 1. They do it really well. But then you get the really cheap jump scares, and it's like, no. I don't like being spooked for just a loud stinger and then absolutely no payoff. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like one of the things that I really want to do is there's a bunch of horror games. Mm -hmm. Like for those I'm about to spoil something for those of you who are actually listening. I want to start streaming at some point. Yeah, I mean, and, I would enjoy that. Yeah. And for spooky month, one of the things I want to do is I want to stream a bunch of horror games because I don't typically play horror games. I get scared very easily. <laughs> like what games would you consider part of the spooky season because i understand there are some quote-unquote horror games that lean closer to action than actual horror a good example of that is resident evil 4 resident evil 4 and 5 and 5 yeah 5 is definitely more action oriented than spooky yes one of the game okay so yeah there's a couple of games that i think really fit with the horror aspect very well one of them just came out very recently in fact mm -hmm. and this is called phasmophobia Anyone who has been on YouTube or Twitch recently knows that game has been picking up speed fast. Faster than what it, what Undertale did? Uh, a little bit. I think Damn. right now it is at number five on the streaming charts. Woof. 
That is hot. And it has only been out for about two or three weeks. Yeah, that is definitely Undertale levels. Yeah. Uh, basically, for those of you who don't know what Phasmophobia is, Phasmophobia is an indie-released horror game where you're a ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. And you get a whole bunch of tools to start with. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. This is like real-life ghost hunting. Because uh. my roommate once upon a time was a ghost hunter mm-hmm. and I showed him a bunch of these and he's like oh yeah a lot of this is very real to what you would do and it shows it doesn't jump scare you that is the biggest thing it does not jump scare you and if you mess up it's your own fault because the game reacts to you so it's not like cheap as what Dark Souls can be yeah it's not cheap what Dark Skull, what Dark Souls can be Dark Skulls Dark Skulls <laughs> <laughs> new game idea <laughs> But um, basically, you're a ghost hunter, and you're trying to discover what ghost, what type of ghost you're dealing with before it kills you. You're trying to gather evidence for this, and it's the longer you're there, the lower your sanity drops, and the more active the ghost gets. So it's almost like a, a uh, Call of Cthulhu kind of thing. Yes, exactly. The more you witness, the lower your sanity gets, and mm-hmm. the more aggressive it gets. And if you die, well, guess what? Everything you brought is gone. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. But that's the newest game on the block right now that's currently hitting the scene. Another one that I really want to try that's been out for a while is Alien Isolation. Okay, yeah, that one I could see because that's one of those games that is a game that has those deserved jump scares. Yes. Because it's lined up great and it's, you know, it gives you a good payoff. It's not some cat that just jumps out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's just like you know that that alien is hunting you and you're mm-hmm. trying to escape the ship and the tension is high etc etc yeah and by the way if i end up streaming that game it's in vr oh god good luck oh does that mean i also get to do uh, resident evil 7 biohazard for you in oh. vr <laughs> if you most certainly want to oh that's gonna be a fun experience of video you know to record while you're while i'm just watching yeah <laughs> I have actually seen a Let's Play of that, and oh, God, good luck, sir. Uh, I don't really play the Resident Evil games much, so... Have you seen gameplay of Biohazard? Not yet. Oh, boy, have fun. Have fun. Oh, boy. With Biohazard, they actually went back to the Resident Evil roots. Yeah, from Resident Evil 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I don't know Resident Evil that well. I know one of the games that... I haven't played this, but it was big for a while. was Amnesia. Amnesia, The Dark Descent, yes. I've never played it. I'm not a huge fan of horror games because, again, undeserved jump scares. And gore, and it's just like, nah. Yeah, Amnesia definitely topped the charts for a long while because of how well it sets up its atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I know that one of the things that I watched as a Let's Play because it was how goofy it was because it was based off a, a horror movie IP. And that was the Saw franchise. Oh, yeah. And that I... was, Yep, that was a video game. And the Beard Brothers, actually, if you've heard of them. Yes. Yeah, they actually did a Let's Play of it, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw that franchise game more as an action game than a horror one. It was, but it's so silly. I understand for a lot of games, especially horror games, you want it to be dark, but they did the exact opposite. They made it pretty bright, and you can see everything, including all the goofy stuff that Saab darkened. It's just silly. Yeah. It's... Oh, I don't... I don't approve of the Saw video game. I don't approve of Saw. That's true. Unless it's Saw 1. Saw 1, I think, was decently okay. I'm not a fan of gore porn. No, but it's like a lot of people like Saw as a Halloween classic, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. It's a... From what people tell me who do like watching gore, it's a good movie, but I don't. Yeah, no, that's totally understandable. It's If you like stuff that sets up atmosphere and doesn't do a whole lot with gore, but it's more scary imagery and mm-hmm. creepy atmosphere, I think one of the biggest contenders that you have to talk about is Silent Hill. Oh, Silent Hill. I would like to play that game, but I'm terrible at puzzle games. Oh, my Lord. That's probably going to be on the lineup as well. I'm sure. It's a very popular series, especially Sp- Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2, and a lot of people were excited for the now-canceled Silent Hills. Yeah, I'm 
saw a Let's Play from the Game Grumps on that one, and it looked freaking freaky. Oh, yeah. A lot of people play through that one, and oh, my Lord, it scared everyone. Well, and it, it had a very deserved jump scare in it. It really did. It was a really good series. It was not serious, but a really good game. Well, demo, let's be honest. But it was, fuck you, Konami. Yeah. We'll, we'll not get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what this whole thing is nope, about. Nope, that is not the topic. Well, we've been talking a lot about video games. Let's talk. Let's go to books than to movies. Because I feel like books were not, neither of us are really big. Well, I enjoy audiobooks, but horror isn't my go-to. Not really. I mean, I think the closest thing that I've read to a horror book is a series called The Demonata. Mm-hmm. And even then, that's not really much of a horror series. It's more of a... Uh, fantasy but it deals with demons uh i've uh, listened to a few stephen king books tried to read a couple i tried i really did to listen to it and it was good for the first five hours yeah (laughs) it is legit a really really long book and i just couldn't do it it was too long same thing with and everyone's going to be like you should try it again it's a really good book salem's lot because everyone says that is Stephen King's best book outside of maybe The Shining. Yeah, I could definitely see that. The Shining The Shining was okay. Which one did you watch? Uh, the, what was it, the 80s one? Oh, with Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. Yeah, Stephen King hates that version. Mm. For a good reason. For a very good reason. Actually, I just listened to a uh, podcast not that long ago, the horror version. They went over that... Uh, that uh, movie and they basically said a lot of the things that should have stayed in there they got rid of the only thing that Stanley Kubrick did was more or less tell his own story using The Shining more or less as a backdrop well that makes perfect sense then yeah (laughs) (laughs) well it was more or less it showed a person going through it made the idea of alcoholism and trying to fight that and trying to make yourself better more obvious you know how in the movie they did the metaphor of the the boiler how if you don't release it, you will it'll explode. Oh yeah, that was supposed to be like a metaphor for the entire book. Oh, like you know Jack's uh, anger and un and rage and just his own self image and shit like that. If he didn't let that release, it was supposed to explode. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, but they got rid of that in the movie. Well, at least the metaphor part of it. Ooh. There was some alcohol in that one. Now? See? See? Yeah, there was some alcohol in that drink. Don't worry, we didn't move on to the next drink. I'm just finishing off the... Yeah, I'm working on mine. The gym lit. And then with that, we go on... Well, as we've done, we move on to the movies. Movies is kind of hit or miss for me when it comes to horror movies. That That is very true. I mean, I think if the classic slashers are always a good choice, Freddy, Jason... I have not seen any... Friday the 13th. No? No. Mm. I have not. I have seen the Rob Zombie Halloween. That's a hit or miss, depending on who you talk to. I have seen House of a Thousand Corpses. That's a decent one. I've seen the sequel. I forget what it's called. Don't remember. Ah, shit. What was it? It, Everyone's going to basically scream, it's this movie, but it's... Yeah. I'm I'm sure. We just can't Devil's Rejects. Oh, Devil's Rejects? Yeah. Oh. Okay, that, that one makes more sense. Mm-hmm. A couple that I think are really good for Halloween spirit is definitely Dawn of the Dead. I have not seen the one from the 70s. Neither have I. Um, but I think one that a lot of people overlook mm-hmm. that I really think they shouldn't, if you're not a very big fan of the classic, you know, gore and spook mm-hmm. factor, but still makes a very great Halloween movie, is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, God, that's a great comedy horror. It is a great comedy horror. I seriously recommend it. If you're looking for a Halloween classic that isn't Mm -hmm. super scary. You know what movie I want to see, but I haven't yet, but I heard awesome things about it, and I know it's awesome. John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. I have not seen The Thing either, but I have heard some really good things about it. I've heard it's friggin' awesome, and I've just seen some of the skits. It's like, oh, my God. And that's all practical effects, by the way. Yeah. Every single piece of it is practical effects. There's no CGI in it. Well, it was made in like the 70s, so it couldn't be. Uh, so yeah, one of the things that I'm going to have a controversial take here. I preferred Freddy after 
Nightmare on Elm Street one. After that, I preferred his. I preferred having the jokey, one-liner Freddy compared to the very first Freddy. Don't get me wrong. In the first first movie, he was really, really scary and intimidating. But I just love how goofy he is in the later. That's how he's supposed to be. I feel. I think that was how he was originally supposed to be before they made him number one. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that is the more like menacing but jokey. There's a. It's really hard to do that balance. It is. It is difficult to do that balance, especially with knowing his backstory. That is very mm-hmm. difficult. The seven. Well, the eighties version. They kind of hinted at it, but they didn't explicitly say he was a pedophile. No. The newer ones, they specifically say, yeah, pedophile, and it makes it makes perfect sense. I think another another good movie. It's not good in mm-hmm. the typical terms, so to say, but I think it's a great Halloween cult classic. Is Trick or Treat? I have not seen that. Yeah, uh, Trick or Treat is actually. I'm gonna warn everybody, every viewer right now, that is not something you put on for the kids. It may look like it, but dear God, don't do it. <laughs> Ugh. I just finished the gym, by the way, people. I'm fine. It's not as bad as the last one. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, as I was saying, Trick or Treat is definitely not a movie you put on for the kids. This is definitely something that you watch for adults. If you're having, you know, a, a college Halloween party, put on Trick or Treat. It's not. It's not a good movie per se. Mm-hmm. But it definitely will put you in the Halloween spirit. So I'm going to say this right now. There's a bunch of movies I have not seen that a lot of people are going to be like, what? Okay, just to top it off, I have not seen any- anything from the Alien franchise. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything from the, Pen- the Predator franchise. I have not seen anything from the Paranormal Activities. I have not seen anything from Saw. Not seen any of the mainline Halloween movies. What other big... I have not seen Texas Chainsaw or its sequels. Nope. Oh, what other big franchises there? Um, I think the other one would be... Oh, I've not seen any of the Hellraisers. Nope. None of the Hellraisers. Uh, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat other than the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I've seen a bunch of those, but I've only... I've When it comes to Paranormal Activity, I only saw number four. Okay. Really? That's like a weird one to jump up on. I know, but I went and saw it with a bunch of my friends because I... <laughs> believe it or not, I was even bigger scaredy cat in, in my younger years. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm a scaredy cat. I just don't like... Here's my thing about undeserved jump scares. It's basically the equivalent of going to like a comedy club and then tickling a person. Yeah, you're technically making them laugh, but you're forcing it. Yes. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I've never seen any of the Hellraisers either. I'm avoiding that because Hellraiser... This is going to sound hypocritical because both Hellraiser and The Thing have very similar types of horror. But at least with The Thing, the story is more the plot point... Whereas with Hellraiser, the body mutilation and body horror is the forefront. Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. I only saw Saw 1. I've never seen it. Yeah. I only saw Saw 1. Uh, Halloween movies, I've only seen one. And fun fact about the Halloween movies, they were not supposed to be about Michael Myers. Really? No. They were... They were supposed to be a collection of stories all oh. based around the day of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Also, side note, I'm going to actually plug something here because I really like this podcast and I feel this actually helps suit this. I've been listening to The Horror Virgin. They are an awesome podcast and I just wanted to say hello. <laughs> I have no idea who they are, so that's all you. <laughs> no, they're a really funny podcast. They basically just review horror movies. All right. Oh, I might have to check that out this this Halloween. Oh, um, yeah. They do a lot of the... They've done a lot of the main franchises and some of the ones I have never even heard of. I see. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time we moved on to our final drink, which is probably the least worst one. It is the Manhattan. The Manhattan. And this one is actually pretty easy. Just get yourself some Canadian whiskey, some sweet red vermouth, and then add in some Astora bitters. Angostura. Angostura bitters. I am sorry. I am. I mispronounce that thing so often. You will get there eventually. <laughs> I usually do. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Ooh. Ooh. That doesn't taste like anything. Maybe for you, but oof. Oh, there is a lot of whiskey in that. Yeah, no. I don't taste anything. Huh. 
No, maybe I got more whiskey. Well, it was stirred the same way. I need, I need the water. Hold on. <laughs> we did a little bit of a cheat because we didn't know how long it would take us to podcast. We th- Normally with a Manhattan, you're not supposed to throw ice in, but we didn't know how long it was going to take us to record this, so we kind of had to cheat. A little bit. Not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So what's our last topic here, Dane? And our last topic for tonight is cryptids. Cryptids? Yes, cryptids. What is that for people who don't know? Uh, for people who don't know, cryptids are basically creatures that may or may not be real. These could be based in fact. They could be based in fiction. A lot of mythical creatures are based off cryptids. So shit like Sasquatch and whatnot. Yeah, pretty much. In fact, he's going to be here because I'm going to be going over the top 10 cryptids, so to say. There's a lot of cryptids. If you go looking them up, there is a lot of them. Okay. Well, this is going to be more your thing than mine because my most thing I know about cryptids is the debunking of them. So this is going to be all on you. Yep, that's perfectly fine. So we'll get started then at number 10, which is the Megalodon. The Megalodon, as we know currently, is a prehistoric sea creature. If they existed, which we're pretty damn sure they did. Actually, I think we have evidence that they existed. They were the prehistoric ancestor to sharks of today. These things were giant. I would say pretty much almost 10 meters long. Can you do an American conversion? (laughs) (laughs) An American conversion? Uh, 80 feet? Oof. Yeah, these things were giant. These things were very, very big. And the Megalodon is said to still live today. I mean, that I'm a skeptic, but I think this one is at least viable. I can't imagine that everything got turned into shark. Granted, I, I'm not the biggest knowledge of evolution. I know the basis, but I can't imagine the idea of a Megalodon dying out because I don't know their lifespan. Uh, I really don't know either, but Megalodons are supposed to be... The- the ancestor to modern day sharks and they were massive and they were supposed to be around at the time of dinosaurs yeah i mean turtles live for goddamn ever so i don't know i don't see why a megalodon would be out of the realm of possibility no neither do i and that's kind of why they're they're cryptid today because mm-hmm. no one's seen one but there's reports that there's still one out there <laughs> well we'll find out eventually Eventually, once we're able to explore the very deep parts of the seafloor. And with that, we'll move on to number nine, which is Lizard Man. Oh, lizard people. Yeah, pretty much anything lizard-based was probably based off Lizard Man. I don't know much about Lizard Man myself. Mm-hmm. I know there are reports of people being attacked by something they called a lizard-like creature. But I am not very knowledgeable about Lizard Man. My only real knowledge of something like that would be the lizard people that a lot of conspiracy theorists pop out or just a lot of like 4chan people just joke about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely not be shocked if the lizard man is where they got them. That's the best I can maybe think of because, I, like I said, this is not my area of expertise. Yeah, so sadly I don't know much about, about lizard man. So if someone else knows a lot, I would love to hear about it. I am a, I am a fan of cryptids. And with that, we'll move on to number eight, which is the Kraken. Oh, the Kraken. The Kraken, the most feared creature in the sea. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored (laughs) by the actual Kraken. Yeah, I don't know. Alcohol. I don't know who sponsored that. It's just straight up Kraken or if it's like a different company, but. Yeah, so Kraken has a lot of history, and he's a pretty famous one as well. Mm-hmm. I would say that where most people think they see him is the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, that one is still kind of an iffy thing, but that at least has some scientific basis. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of sailors would say back in way old days mm-hmm. where Kraken was probably based in Bermuda Triangle, and he was supposed to be a super massive like squid. Well, I, they have actually had, if I correctly, images of, like, really, really large squids. but not. Quite, oh, yeah. But We've not, had very large squids wash up ashore, but nothing as large as the Kraken. Because mm-hmm. Kraken was supposed to be as massive as a ship. And, in fact, its tentacles could take down a ship. And I think the biggest giant squid we've ever seen 
is maybe about 15, 20 feet. Which is still pretty big, all things considered. It's, which would pretty much be a basis for the Kraken. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still nowhere near as large. I'm wondering if it's one of those over-exaggerated things like, say, the uh, manatee and the mermaid. It very well could be. For those who don't know, the mermaid was based off of a manatee. And lonely sailors, months out, you know. Yeah, months out at the sea, it starts to do some things to you. And with that, we move on to number seven, which is, well, kind of the same thing. The gigantic octopus. What's the difference? Uh, the difference is that squids are known for having just two tentacles. Okay. Two giant like arm-like things. Mm-hmm. Octopuses have eight. So right. basically, if you were to think of the Kraken, mm-hmm. it's basically a mix between the squid and the octopus. The giant octopus, I don't know how real that's going to be. I know octopuses can get really big, but nowhere near as big as we've seen. I think the plural is octopi. Octopi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. But I don't think octopi get that big. I honestly don't know. Um, I think the biggest one that I've ever seen was maybe about as big as this table. And for those of you know, this is like a, I want to say like a six foot table, give or take. Something like that. And that's, that's what their tentacles reaching out. Maybe they're a little bit longer give or take but mm-hmm. i'm not an expert so yeah sorry to say and after that number six is chupacabra oh the chupacabra the goat sucker <laughs> as people like to call it i have seen a long time ago i saw chupacabra rise in fame and <laughs> uh as lo- a lot of people know him as more demon sucker or something because i've seen some photos of people Who've claimed to see Chupacabra? It looks a lot like the original representations of the devil. Hmm. So my only real, not expertise, but my only real knowledge of this came from an episode of Lore. Which, if you don't know that podcast, is actually one of the granddaddies that basically made podcasting just go through the roof. It's up there with Serial. Yeah, basically, uh, Chupacabra is supposed to feed mostly off of regular farm animals. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't interact with humans unless it absolutely has to so a typical animal but pretty much a typical animal it's supposed to be able to jump about like 20 feet mm-hmm. supposed to be able to run really really fast and is supposed to be incredibly deadly if anyone stumbles across it who knows if the if the chupacabra actually exists it's possible but i i would actually need some visual evidence of that outside of just slaughtered animals because you can stage things well enough to make it seem like an animal attack. Exactly. That's that's what I mean. You would need some pretty pretty hard evidence, more than just witness testimony and all that. Mm-hmm. You'd need scientific. And with that, witness testimony is not reliable. No, it is not. And speaking of, going into number five, it's probably one of the most documented cryptids out there. Mm-hmm. Other than another certain one who is coming up. The Jersey Devil. I've heard a little bit about this. It's isn't this like a person that is like a creature that is killed and can jump super high and whatnot? Um, yeah, the Jersey Devil is said to have killed humans before, but basically, it is supposed to be a humanoid creature with giant wings mm-hmm. that inhabits a certain forest in New Jersey. I can't remember specifically because the. Because thanks to the alcohol, the names sort of escape <laughs> me at the moment. But uh, there's been many scientific teams mm-hmm. that have gone into the forest and have come back not wanting to talk about what they experienced in that forest. There have been people who have gone in there and not come back out. I don't know how many of those were staged. I don't know how many of them were actually real. But I know from one that was on the internet that went in there they heard a growl and then the cameras cut and when they came back on they said we refuse to talk about anything we saw in there sounds like found footage kind of crap almost except everyone got out (laughs) so the footage wasn't found i wonder if it's literally one of those things of mass hysteria because that is actually a medical thing if it is mass hysteria, that would be it'd be kind of crazy to think that mass hysteria could go on for almost a hundred years. 
you'd be surprised how many myths keep on going, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, where all these stupid things like step on a crack or <laughs> don't eat before swimming or like, there's a bunch of them that have lasted for years. Uh, with that, we'll move on to number four, which okay. is another pretty popular cryptid, the Yeti. Oh, the Yeti. The Yeti, the snow lurker, the lurking of the... Uh, <laughs> this alcohol's doing shit to me. Um, <laughs> yes, the lurker of the high... I think it's the Himalayan mountains? I believe so. Yeah, the Yeti is, uh, is a very famous one. He's been there ever since... What? Like nineteen oh, hundred? Longer? I don't know. Maybe longer. I'm not I'm not quite sure. The Yeti is pretty much thought to be the apex predator of the ape of the uh, Himalayan mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, when I get tongue tied when I'm drunk, so as you can tell. Don't worry, we can edit this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knowing my luck, you'll edit it to be making me look a fool. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your Yeti is your typical cryptid. Mm-hmm. No special powers or anything. He just lives in the Himalayans. It's just a humanoid bear from what I understand. A humanoid, uh, yeah, a humanoid bear. Humanoid polar bear, mm-hmm. so to say. Yeah, like it basically is like a big furry thing that stands up on two feet yeah with that we're getting down to our top three i'm willing to bet sasquatch is one of them uh maybe <laughs> uh, no comment but uh, uh number three is mothman oh uh, i've heard about mothman but i don't know anything about mothman mothman is actually supposed to be one of those who is pretty passive mothman doesn't actually go out and attack people but he can scare the living daylights out of people who see him because he is supposed to be pretty big like i don't know specifically how big his wingspan is supposed to be but body wise he is supposed to be right around our size the only thing i know about mothman is fallout <laughs> which doesn't which i don't know what fallout 76 yeah which I, I don't really play that much but i always hear about mothman yeah i haven't heard anything about a mothman in fallout so yeah he's in fallout 76 but Mothman, I don't even know if he has a very certain ground where he's supposed to lurk. Like, if anyone knows, I'd be more than happy to listen. Mm-hmm. Because I have never heard of anyone talking about a specific area where he's supposed to be. I've only heard of him appearing in multiple places in the United States. I think it's supposed to be around Appalachia. Uh, maybe. Because that's where Fallout 76 is supposed to be based. Like I said, I I never heard of a uh, a specific hunting mm-hmm. point, and I'm quoting that super hard hunting point of so, where he's supposed to lurk. So what you're saying is, at some point, we're gonna be streaming Fallout 76 to figure out this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna put us through that torture. And then for number two is the all ever classic Bigfoot. Of course it is. Or is he's better known as Sasquatch? I think he's more known as Bigfoot than Sasquatch. Yeah, he. It's like Sasquatch is his uh, original name, and then mm-hmm. Bigfoot is what they call him because he has big, really big, big feet. Yeah, like I don't really know where he's supposed to be based on. I know there's a bunch of games that have referenced him, though. Yeah, Fall Fallout has referenced him once or twice i think gta has referenced gta has referenced him red dead has has referenced him yep um mainly i think he's supposed to be in texas or in that southern area really yeah he's supposed to be in the southern area of the united states Mm -hmm. sometimes people claim to spot him up in the north The, the pacific northwest uh no the northeast yeah, I know. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, you would expect the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, no, I. if there have been any sightings of Bigfoot in the Northwest, mm-hmm. they're probably few and far between. Most of them are coming from the Deep South. Yeah, I don't think I need to go too much into Bigfoot because Bigfoot is one of the most popular cryptids there is. If not the most. The most. Well, there's one more. There's one more that's more popular than Bigfoot. Is it Little Green Men? No, it's not Little Green Men either, but 
And I mean, there's still active hunts for Bigfoot. There is. I know that my wife's supervisor actually goes out hunting for big feet. Yeah, that, that's kind of the thing. But with that, we move on to number one, which I think is just as popular, if not more than Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Nessie. Oh, God. Loch Ness. Loch Ness Monster. They have proven that one wrong so many times. And yet people still believe they're out there. Ugh. Like, legitimately, it just started out as a prank, and now people just won't let it go. No, they won't. But people still believe that the Loch Ness Monster still lives on. For those who don't know, Loch means lake. Lake is a small body of water. They have put multiple scientific things in that lake. There is no Nessie. No, there is no way a plagiosaur Mm -hmm. has lived for that long. With no food with, well, not enough sufficient food, with no mates, with nothing. Yeah, for those of you, for all five of you who don't know who Nessie is, Nessie's supposed to be a plagiosaur Mm -hmm. from the era before humans, Mm -hmm. 60 plus years, million years ago, Mm -hmm. that supposedly survived the extinction of the dinosaurs. Which is scientifically impossible. It's to, to some degree, at least in that kind of environment. Okay. But with that, that is all the cryptids I have for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get into me ranting about how this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to go any deeper because lo- some of these I don't even know. Some of them I haven't even heard of before. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, so with that, we will be hitting the November year. I mean, November month. Yep, the November month. A lot of American Thanksgiving. Yep. And I believe I believe Canada has something in November as well. I believe it's theirs as well. I don't think it's the same day, though. No, it's not the same day. That's for sure. That, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. And we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your drinks, everyone. Have a good Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good one.